0: Culture podcast.
1: How you going, buddy?
0: Here we go. Strangers. is on the other side.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me, yeah. It's um been a hot minute, hey.
0: A little bit, man. Yeah. We've caught up like in, briefly in between, but doing this, it's been a very hot minute. It's probably like March or something. The, I think it, it was, was the last much, one we did, it? I think. Yeah, before that like was that, like yeah. January. Yeah. Yeah time flies when you're busy (laughs) for both of us mate for both of us
1: yeah yeah i suppose i'll kind of just say a quick um sorry to everybody that's been messaging us going hey what's happening where's the podcast yeah yada 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 it's um life hey that's it man
0: that's pretty much exactly what it's been life
1: yeah you and i both been flat stick with jobs and kids and reptiles and all sorts of stuff that sometimes we have to just choose our priorities
0: yeah exactly it was kind of it was it was good to take a break but i, I actually missed it like catching I up with too, you that, up, that other week and we were just chatting for ages I'm like man I, I miss that like just chatting
1: yeah it's um you, you get pretty used to it when it was like kind of like well i think we originally started out doing tuesday nights or something like that where it's just like okay it's free podcast night go and grab a beer yeah. Sit, sit down <laughs> and vent the lizard stress off your chest, sort of thing. Yep. And it works, um, stress everything else, what so all the stress was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to have a bit of a laugh, though, because we like, started talking off air. And I was like, Jace, you got to. Let's hit record. This is a good little lizard waffle. You've um, given me a rundown of how you're setting up your room and got a couple of new. Swanky looking enclosures there behind you now, right?
0: yeah. It's like a, I think I spoke about it for a year, didn't I? Oh, so I two, thought, uh, closer to two, yeah, closer to two, maybe. <laughs> but then I got the enclosures and it was about a year, but no, it's, it's yeah. all happening now, so it's all underway. I've got some enclosures done now, just got to chuck some plants in them, but um, yeah, this whole room's just changing. That's probably one thing I like I wanted to do when we were talking about it originally, but. I just started getting more geckos and this and that, but then I just I've, I got too burnt out. Yeah. Just with work and everything else. But like now I've kind of reeled back a bit what I've got to a degree. But um yeah, I just want to finish this room now, so got um, ordered more enclosures. So there's a total of how many was it? Eight, 12, 10, 12 enclosures, I think. Yeah, they're all they're their almost, way, uh,
1: so. PVC, PVC ones from Tyson at uh, yeah. Habitat at, homes. Habit yeah. at home, sorry.
0: Yeah, but um, I was actually listening to the podcast he did today with um, the Raptor, was it the Raptor, the one you were on? Um,
1: oh, uh, captive Raptor, Raptor Podcast? Yeah, Captive
0: Raptor Podcast, that's the one. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. actually just been backburning through all those ones because oh, nice. obviously I'm working out away from home at the moment, so I've got a seven-hour drive to, to work every couple of weeks, so I've been burning through that. But, um, yeah, no, i was been listening to Tyson's podcast and getting back into the Reptile podcast, and it's given me that, that passion, again, to it's, get stuck into everything.
1: It is funny what a podcast can do for you, hey? Like, I oh, find man, that, too. Sure. Like, I started going down the rabbit hole of even just listening to NPR and... Yeah, like Paul's Ones and, and a few others and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I'm just yeah. getting that bug again. I'm getting that kind of kick in the pants to kind of get back into it, feel good about cleaning shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like
0: so. I don't mind cleaning the shit. Like that, that's that's all, all good. But I had these enclosures sitting in that had these grand plans in and I suck at like mock rock. It's not that I suck. I just – I don't have the – one, I don't have the time. Two, I look at them like oh, I don't like what I've done. But um, yeah – these these two have turned out amazing, so I've got to once the plants go in, I'll probably chuck some pictures up and, and do all that that jazz. But um, but yeah, it's going to be behind me. It's going to be eight of the same size with all the same layout, different rock styles and stuff. But it is going to look good. But um, and then obviously I've got the bigger ones for the chameleon geckos They're going on on the far wall.
1: So you've you've outsourced uh talent essentially for mock yes. Rocking
0: haven't you yeah I have actually I need to chat with him to see what he's if he's got a, a he's going to get a page going up and this and that but um
1: yeah
0: that's something he wants to pursue that's yeah. like a, as a a job I'm pretty sure but it's like from what I can understand from the conversations we've had but yeah like you saw that enclosure that day that I had in the back of my you yeah. like top notch like I couldn't do it like what no. Coop's doing on, on his um with his stuff it's like that are you allowed to no say who's doing
1: that? Or we like, or I'll just I'll ask him. Yeah. I'll ask him first. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep the proof. I know he's, yeah, just he's, in he's, case.
0: he's pretty busy at the moment, but um, yeah. I need need him to finish my ones. So he will probably
1: if you're doing him, to have his phone blown up. <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, no, nah, it's like yeah, he's had, he had him for a couple of weeks and yeah, knocked him out like when he could when he could get a chance, but they like turned out unreal. Like,
1: yeah, it's definitely um, and, top shelf. Mock rock yeah. in Australia, hey. Yeah, for
0: sure. They weigh a ton. Like, it was because, like, I wanted these ones up the top because these, that's behind, as you can see, that's the the cornudus and the celebrosis. I wanted mm. them a little bit higher up, but um, trying to get them up there. Like, my wife's tiny. I'm not even going to ask her to help give me a lift. So I'm like, how can I get them up? I've just got them back. I got them out of the car, almost broke my back getting them out of the car by myself. And, like, when I picked them up, there was me, his dad and his brother, like lift them into the back of the ute, like <laughs> each enclosure, that's a so heavy there. And I'm like, no, nah, I've got to get these up. I want to get them up today because I've got two days off work and like the kids are playing in the yard. I'm just sitting there scratching my head. I've got the rack, I've got this, I've got that. So I just did like, I don't even know where I thought, oh, maybe this is what the Egyptians did when they built the pyramids. But like, yeah, I've got like two Bessa blocks lifted one side up lifted up on the best block, took two best blocks on the other side, just slowly did that, like, and it just raised it up to, up to about 900. And then that last little bit, I just lifted them up on. The first one was fine, but getting that second one on that fits, like, perfectly into those racket racks was, was a bit of a pain, but I got
1: there in the end. But It looks good, though, because it's really tight tight to the rack, so it's not like you've yeah. got these kind of ugly gaps or anything next to your rack.
0: Yeah, that's why I got them built, like, the size I did, because I think it's only, like, a mill or two either side. I did originally have them when I had them sitting behind me previously on one shelf, uh, like the four on one shelf. But with the weight of these, I was like, no, nah, I'll get that middle support and then do another yeah. two. But it's annoying that my room's not like another um, sixty mil longer, and then I yeah. could have gone, I could have gone four of these and then the two bigger ones in the middle on this on yeah. one rack. But yeah, you got to work with the space you got, I guess.
1: It's the cards you get dealt, mate. So, you know, it's either that or you knock down the whole room and go again. Yeah, that's it. But um, like I have... That's not an option. <laughs>
0: no, nah, definitely not. Like <laughs> I could have got like changed the size of the enclosures, but it wasn't the enclosures that it fit. It's the rack, so. Yeah. But yeah. no, nah, they turned out, turned out better than I thought, to be
1: honest. That room's going to look amazing when they are all done too. So so you've yep. given him another two to work on? No,
0: nah, so he's, I've got him here. They're ready to go. Um, yep. But he's got a couple of other projects on the go. Yeah, okay. And when he's ready, I'll just drop him to him and can knock him out whenever he gets a chance to knock him out and then I've got another six to give to him. (laughs) (laughs) So, but it looked good and, like, part of the reason why I wanted to get everything done, like, this season too is because, like I said, I've been working away, so Kim's been feeding the lizards. Yeah. And I had, like, exoterras here, exoterras there, like, the room is, like, I've got, like, a stack of books sitting here that I need another bookshelf for. Like I could probably fill another bookshelf with all the books I've got. <laughs> and like, yeah, there's just like stuff everywhere. And I was just like, you know, I want to get it done, finished, clean. So when I'm away, it's easy for her to feed. So yeah. she can just come in and just like everything's just in a row pretty much. The There'll the enclosures on the end. So she could just get the container, bash the crickets. and She's even feeding woodies now too.
1: Really? She's scared
0: of cockroaches and I've got her feeding woodies, Yeah. Oh, that's good. So, but she was surprised because she opened the woody, She's like, oh, they don't really look like the cockroaches you get. Like, you know, you get cockroaches around your house. Yeah. And I said, no, nah, they're completely different. And she goes, they don't smell. I'm like, no. Nah. like, because you know how crickets, they just stink. Like, there's just a thing with crickets. They just smell.
1: And See, I don't I'm get there.
0: that. Do you? No. Mine smell when I get them out of the bat, like when I get the delivery. The, the, like, you open it, it smells like, it smells like crickets.
1: Yeah, I've, I've never had it. Yeah, right. Um the only time I've ever had like a, a, a stinky smell would be if they've like the cardboard gets wet, like if
0: yeah, you know, okay. food
1: or something's kind of soaked up on cardboard or if you've left water or something in with your bugs or, or something like yeah. that. But like I've got I've probably still got about four hundred medium crickets in this room right now. And I yeah, could right. not tell you that they're in here, let alone all the crickets that I've got breeding outside. But yeah. um yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, yep. The yeah, I've never had that same sort of smell. I, I've had it more from the woodies, okay. just because like you know if you leave a colony go for so long in between cleans, there's yeah. dead brooches in the bottom of it. It's going to smell. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, for sure, you know, yeah, it nah. ends yeah, smelling.
0: Mine just seemed to like literally. I'll get the I'll get the the delivery. I'll clean the container, like clean out everything that's in it, wipe it all down, wash it out, put it in put it in and like the next day it stinks. Really? Yeah, What's like the ventilation know? like? It's probably the room that's got lack of ventilation, to be honest. Okay. Like I've got a big hole on the top. Yeah. Like basically I've cut as much of the lid out as I can and I've got um, yeah. steel mesh on the roof. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, but even, yeah, it's probably the room that lacks ventilation, but I've got a – I've ordered a air conditioner for the – it won't run all the time, but it'll run – a little bit to pump pump a bit of air, in because this room does get a bit a bit warm, but um, it's um, I've going to put fans on the top of all the enclosures as well, computer fans, yeah, just for airflow, just to try and create airflow for each of the enclosures. Like, I won't run twenty four seven; I'll have it come on at random times, this and that. Like, if it's windy outside, I'll put them on, yeah, um, yeah. I've got all these. Actually, I need to get that thing off you. the the link for that thing
1: I'm gonna oh that pump yep yeah yeah for sure yeah because you wanted to do like a drip system style yeah just so like I noticed
0: with the leaf tails they don't drink I've never said they never drink out of the water bowl they'll always drink when the mister goes off so I figured like what I want to do is have every basically every tank have its own like feed in and just have like a a dripper that just makes part of the rock all wet. Not like it's not going to run twenty four seven like a waterfall. No, it will come on a couple of times a day just to keep like a, a bit of a trickle of water, and then hopefully yeah. that I can keep it moist enough to get the moss to grow. Because these enclosures also have drain plugs in the back
1: mm-hmm. down
0: low, so they're all going to be hooked up to. Actually, I need a message to message Tyson see what size the, the hose is. And it's going to hook up into a drain, so it's always connected to a drain, so they'll never mm. overflow. But obviously, I'm not going to keep them super moist, but it's just going to just keep that, you know, bit of moisture in there so if they can drink basically whenever they want,
1: essentially. It's about giving them that option, right? And, you know, you're, you're right in saying that, like, a leaf tail is more likely to lick off a branch or a rock than it is to... Yeah go down and drink out of a water bowl. I think we kind of put water bowls in as almost like a security thing for our own conscious to say, well, I gave it water. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Might not be the particular
0: way it wants to drink though. Drowned all the springtails and everything else, but I gave it water. But yeah, that's just something like I'm thinking of just to try and make, not keeping easy, but, you know, make it a little bit streamlined for obviously my missus, but give the animals something as well that enriches them, like, but, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's just a thing I'm planning on doing. But it'll, like, obviously once I order it, I'll get a bigger water tank for the corner as well. But, um, like, that'll just have all the misking connected to it and um, obviously the pump to do that.
1: I've just sent you two links. There's a Wi-Fi version and there's, like, a, just a, a manual programmable version. Yes, Sweet. Excellent. Um, there's only about $15 or something difference in between the two as well, Wi-Fi being a slight bit more expensive. but Yeah. I probably Yeah, so they've both got arms. four heads. So the, what we're talking about here for everyone listening at home is essentially it's just an aquarium dosing pump. So I've yep. been utilising them in reptile enclosures for a little while now, just as like little single head u- units. But I was saying to Jason that in his particular circumstance, he might need to get a multi-head unit because he wants to do multiple tanks because I've tried using... One head on multiple tanks, and if your line's a bit blocked on one side or whatever, one tank gets water, the other tank doesn't. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of good to have that head per
0: tank. So, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So, and that, that'll work out perfectly for that, that rack. So, I'll order that when we get off. But, do you have any height
1: above your tanks?
0: There is about what's that be 100 mil.
1: Yeah, so you could you could pretty much just, like if you wanted to, it's up to you, but you could sit these on top of your tanks because you'll you'll be able yeah. to sink them in that pelmet if you had to, but just depends on your accessibility. But, yeah, they're only like little boxes. They're only like this. Yeah. So yeah. they're not going to take up room in your room anyway.
0: No. So, yeah, and then like so each, it's like tight the way, like the height of the enclosures I've got. I've got 100 mil. Like the other enclosures sit on the floor, which is a bit, not, mm. it's not the best for the drain, but. It'll still work, but um, then it's got the same distance above it. But then I'll just fill that gap in, so you can't see the light bleed like that, like you did. Yeah. But um, yeah,
1: it's you've been eating up.
0: That's it. I've been talking about it for a long time, and it's finally happening. So,
1: I honestly think, and like I know, you know, we always uh, rip shreds off you <laughs> for a long time <laughs> there because nothing was happening. Yeah. Um, but I do think that honestly, this will probably be. Uh, the best leaf tail slash chameleon gecko room in the world once that's it's done. Yeah, that's pretty much all that'll be in it. Eventually, like the green tree pythons and stuff, but yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah, but I think just like the quality of what's going into it, like it's not an easy feat and like what you're doing, no. it's, a, it's a lot of time to save up the coin to do something oh, yeah. like this too. Like it's not Definitely. just like a... It's not like a photo background of the, in a tank, calling it a day, you know, yeah. sort of thing. It's 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 a lot different to have to outsource some, I'm just some really I, good talent, you know. But like that's yeah, that mock rock looks amazing
0: behind you. Yeah, I'm just glad I, I like stumbled across that. Like it just it was just I don't I can't even know how it happened, but yeah, I'll have a chat him and then next time we jump on because we'll probably start doing this a little bit more regularly again. I'd like to anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But
0: um, yeah, see what his plan is, but. Yeah, no, I'm glad I outside. And I think the other things too, I just didn't have the patience to do it. And it's so hard with kids. Like oh, yeah. like the whole time I was down here, like when I was lifting the enclosures, I told my daughter to go outside. But the whole time I was in here doing the, like putting the branches in, putting the lights in, doing everything else, she was down here with me the whole time, like, which is mm. great. Like I love it. But but it just if you're like trying to do something like that, it's too hard. Like once you start, yeah. you kind of need to. You
1: need to finish yeah,
0: it. You need to finish it, but it's just
1: too hard with the, with the kids. Yeah, it's definitely something that I've learned to become super strategic around nap times. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, oh, I've got between an hour to three hours or, you know, if I'm really lucky, three hours or something like that here. So I'm going to prep all my food ready to give to the reptiles or something and then I can smash that out and clean tanks and do this. And then by the time you're, you're like, oh, I might get like a half an hour sit down or something. after <laughs> You've done yeah. that and it's like, bang, wake up. No.
0: Yeah, I see, my kids don't nap now, so there is yeah. no nap time.
1: <laughs> I'm going to enjoy this while I can. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other day, he napped for four and a half hours, and we, were like, we had to, like, go and poke him and make sure, his- <laughs> make sure he's there. Are you breathing still? Yeah, it's a bit nerve-wracking, to be honest. you no, must have just been catching up on some serious sleep. But, yeah, kids definitely take it out of us, and, um, yeah, you know, man. I learned that the hard way coming into trying to do podcasts and,
0: yeah. Yeah. And see, because I've been working away too. So, like, I'm away for, like, two weeks at a time, sometimes three. So, when I come home, like, they just want to be on me, which is, like, not their fault. No, that's fair enough. They miss me. So, you know, the way I figured that, like, not that I don't want to spend time, like, heaps of time in here because I love spending time in here, but the less things I've got to do, and the more, like, streamlined it is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Then the better it is for everyone. Then, like, my daughter can come down here, we can feed all the lizards. Like, she wants the frogs in her room now, like, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, like, it's just it's just all, all time, basically.
1: Did you say that you've gone through a little bit of a downsize? No,
0: I'm, I'm going to. Going like, to. I've got, yeah, I'm going to. So, um, there's a few things I don't know whether I want to move on. But I'm like, I don't know. But we'll see how we go. Yeah. Because I bought a few, couple of different things. Yeah. Uh, Like the Nobbies. I got the Nobbies. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. But I'm like 50 50 on them. But um, I finally tracked down some Swainy. Oh, nice. So I should be there. Um, I haven't got them yet. But getting the, the last few things sorted on that end and then getting permits and stuff. Import permits. Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so – and I've just got to track down a few other, like, like females and this and that kind of thing for, for pairs. But like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to breed this season or anything like that. If I get eggs, I get eggs. If I don't, I don't. Like, I've, I've got some chameleon gecko eggs, but um, – Yeah. But, yeah, the thing is with that, like, I've got those eggs. I think I'm telling you. Yeah. I've got the eggs and then, like, the next day the, the female just – kick the bucket and i was like what the so i was just be but um so yeah i don't know what the go is with that like whether it was just the eggs took it out of her or or what the go was but that was a bit of a kick in the guts but i've still got some females here but but, it always sucks when you when you lose something like that but
1: yeah especially such an animal that's like uh, it's not easy just to track one of those down again
0: yeah exactly and especially a female like If you've got, like, not that it's anybody, if it wasn't male, but if it's a male, this you've got, if you've got, you know, two females to one male, it's all right then. But if you've, you know, now I've got that male just there by himself and I've got the other female with the other male, but, um, and a couple of young ones, but yeah, it's just a bit of a kick in the guts. Like, I don't know. I, I, I know that, like, they're, they're very, like, slender gecko, like, Mm. you've, but, she was, like, she had weight on and everything. Like, she wasn't, like, underweight or anything. So I don't know, honestly don't know what happened.
1: That's the worst ones is we, really, like, I've had plenty over the years where you just go, I just, you're scratching your head afterwards going, how, why, you know, like. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I've had it happen before where, you know, like, female animals will come off eggs or, you know, drop a clutch of eggs or something like that and they just will not kick on afterwards. And you can yeah. see they're just, like, beat you know, they're, yeah. they're just, they're dumb. <laughs> no, yeah, they've that's right. used, used everything. But if it's still got weight and stuff, that's when you start scratching your head.
0: Yeah, and it's like, a, like you can see that too. Like, you can see sometimes the females will do that. But you, mm. they don't just kick the bucket, like, the next day. No. They kind of, it'll, like like you said, they just go off food. They do this, they do that. But, yeah, mm. this thing was like the next day, just kick the bucket and that was it. But at the same time too, like, you'd, People sell you animals and they tell you an age, but you don't know if that's how old they are. Like yeah. you can't tell. Like I bought these as adults. Yeah, I got told they were young, but whether they are or aren't, it's a different story. Like
1: they don't all come with birth certificates. No, that's right.
0: No, exactly right. But like I did get some more recently from um, SA, and they came as like I. That's actually it's, it's awesome because they were actually from my. They were the babies from the first clutches that I bred of community. Oh, wow. So they're like descendants from them. So that was pretty cool. Like, And they're, they're like powering along those ones. So like, they're only two years old. You can tell because they're a little bit smaller. But, but yeah, that was pretty cool. So,
1: Isn't that kind of cool when you get like a piece of your own puzzle back?
0: Yeah, and that was awesome. And, like, I didn't want to sell them at the time. Like, But that's when I moved everything on. That's when I yeah. moved all that stuff on, and I was, I was just yeah spewing, but it's good to get something back that like is descended from what you you know what you did. That's cool,
1: cool to be able to um, keep in contact with the person that you moved the bond to, and still have a relationship and such. So yeah, you know, yeah he he's
0: doing he's doing like he's a really good keeper. He's doing really well with him, so which is good. Like, but yeah, there's not too many people with him anymore, which sucks. Like, what, what my goal is is to try and get a couple of numbers up so you know more people can yeah. keep them kind of thing that's what that's what i want to do
1: well you're you, you, an awesome gecko yeah you're trying to popularize an animal that deserves it yeah you know, definitely. And, and let people enjoy them yeah. for, for what they are you know like yeah i mean i definitely see that with the gill and i obviously that's kind of like my bread and butter um, yeah that's right but like i just rate them <laughs> they're, they're just really good fun little lizards yeah, like these yeah. things
0: like look weird, like they're super cryptic and they, there's nothing else, there's no other gecko in Australia that looks like them. No. Nah. Like they're just, yeah, and they're just odd-looking creatures. But, and I think too, like they're not as hard to keep as everyone thinks they are. Yeah. Like obviously like the, I just had a female like pass away, but that could have happened with anything. But, yeah, I think the the stigma around them being so fragile I think what that was from is back when, like, years ago when they first came into the hobby that probably 99% of them were originally just taken straight out of the bush, thrown right. in an enclosure, and it was stress that was getting them in parasites kind of thing. Yeah. slowly the more people that breed them, breed the babies, they just get used to being in captivity. So, you know, like, yep. they are temperature sensitive, but I don't think they're as sensitive as everyone thinks they are. Yeah. Like... My room, this room's always gotten to about what 30. The highest it gets to is 31, and then the air conditioner kicks on. Mm-hmm. But that's that's like up the top of the roof. The low the floor gets to about, say, 29, 30. And then um, it's just one of those cheap air conditioners. It's like not a window rattler or anything like it's just one of those portable ones. Yep. It doesn't cool the room down, but it, it – Like on a 40-degree day, it keeps the room at 29 on the floor. Sometimes, but like my chameleon geckos, I've got some up high, some down low, so the temperature fluctuates between where they are. It's always been like that, and I've never had issues with the temperature. And it's actually this year is the coolest year, and I lost a female, so.
1: I was going to say, this year's been pretty pleasant all in all. Like usually it'd be pretty warm about this time, I reckon we're going to have a pretty good hot summer still, but
0: Yeah, like usually we've had a couple of 38 degree days and this and that, but yeah, I think the hottest day out on the coast was, we had a 36 degree day, but you know, yeah, but yeah, like the temperature, like it does get warmer, like it doesn't stay at 28 degrees or 26 degrees or or everything else. And Mm -hmm. I've always incubated the the eggs just in in the cupboard, so the fluctuation Mm -hmm. there goes from, it doesn't get up to over 30 for like long, but does get up to like 28 29 but.
1: yeah i mean I, uh i definitely had those like white Berber and the maritzi and stuff like that and the Cordudas. my garage used to get cooked, man like yeah. it was not 31 degrees in there it would have been easily 34 35 at times yeah not all day or every day sort of thing no. but you know they'd get a day here or there of that and you know, if, if I was home or anybody was home, we were smart. We'd open up the roller doors and let some air it's flow really through, or true, albeit warm, yeah. there would still be airflow, Um, But they can handle that for short periods of time. It's yeah. just that they can't endure it. Yeah, know, that's right. Long. Yeah,
0: if, if you've got like a heat mat on them or a heat light on them all day at 33 degrees, then nah, they're not going to cook. But, yeah. but I think the biggest thing with them is um, hydration. That's the yeah. biggest thing is, like, keeping them hydrated. Like, yeah, you can have a mister and that, but if their mister comes on during the day when mm. they're in their, like, under the, in their hide, they're not going to get the moisture. Like, yeah, there'll be humidity in the air, but it's not necessarily them hydrating themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the other reason why I want to try and do, like, the drippers, just, just basically, yeah, for hydration and that kind of thing. So... That's just what I think anyway, but I'm not an expert.
1: You could do it pretty cool too where, you know, you could almost have like a a little dripper like channel along the top of your back wall or something like that. Yeah. So you could have like little multiple holes or something. So then just like the back wall just gets like a sheet of water like once a day or something like that. Yeah. I was even just going to have a
0: couple odd holes here there on like the sides and the back, like just so like one little thing just trickles down. Yeah, yeah. And then that way they, like, yeah, rather than the whole wall, because I don't want it mm. to be like, I don't want it to trickle down the whole wall and then mm. if that gecko chooses that wall for it to rest on, then it's going to get soaked, at least if it's just like yeah. a little bit in like a corner or something. Yeah, or down the the side it, it was just, right there. Yeah. But it's funny, like, I've set these two up. The cornutas stay on the branches. They do go on the rock walls over nighttime. The salabrochus. I haven't even seen it go on the branches. It just stays on yeah. the rock wall. Like, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. But,
1: um, well, I mean, they're different geckos at the end of the day, and they know what they so, want. Like, you think of every photo of a in the world on a tree,
0: tree, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was actually blown away because, like, I've been working up near um at Tenerfield, that's where I've been, wearing like up the road, like, basically, that's where White Berber are from, that area. I haven't managed to get out and photograph them yet, but but um, I couldn't believe how hot it was and dry it was. Like, I went for a bush walk, like, where they are just to see if I could find any cool spots where I think they could be. But I couldn't believe how hot it was and dry it was. Mm. I was like, Man. "It's all about those microclimates, though. Eh? Exactly. But that's the thing. You go onto those um, those rock boulders, you feel it. Like the ones that face of the sun are obviously hot, but if you go in the shade or even in, like, put your hand, slide your hand into a crevice, the temperature difference is like Shoot. easily be like eight degrees, ten degrees on mm. a thirty-eight degree day, like. It's, and then that's as far as I could reach my hand in to feel the temperature. It would have been better if I had, like, a temp gun or something. But, yeah, you go in. Like, some of these things, you can't even see how far these crevices go on those granite boulders, like.
1: Mm.
0: So you can see all these, like, little microclimates and that, that they survive. And then, obviously, when the sun goes down, because you're up on the range there, the temperature doesn't stay 30 degrees of a night time. It drops down to, like, 20. Sometimes it's even yeah. down in single digits. Like, we had... 33 degree day and it was two degrees a night
1: whoa that's a big swing yeah.
0: yeah so but yeah no, it was just good to see that country and i was just like yeah like i knew like the granite boulders and that but just i wasn't expecting it to be that dry and that hot obviously they had those bad fires but but yeah like yeah, i
1: just wasn't expected to be that dry it is pretty crazy to see stuff like that like that in person it was like that trip that um i went on with todd that you're yeah missed out on unfortunately, but like when we got to go to uh, one of the particular national parks and we were looking around like the granite boulders and stuff, like I was just blown away because it was like there wasn't green grass up there. It was almost like that kind of hinterlandy tundra type yeah. brown grass everywhere and it, it just didn't click in my head for ages. I was like, this is where they come from. I've been keeping them in like bioactive planted tanks and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like it's like, nothing like that actual environment.
0: Yeah, that's right. But then you look inside those little crevices, and then, yeah, it probably is
1: humid. It is that high, like everything. De- like, definitely humid. But yeah, just, like even just the plant life just seemed different to, to the different particular area life. I was at. Um, yeah. You know, you weren't growing like ferns and no. that sort of there stuff. Is- was- where
0: I was, there's still a few, but not those like, not the, the ones you see like deep in, like, like if you go in the right. rainforest, like you've seen there. But there was the, you know, the ones you see basically on the side of the road everywhere. Like, there was those kind of ferns everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. There was like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected. Let's put it that way. It's not like Cornutus habitat. Yeah. You know,
1: like, where you know you're walking into a rainforest sort of situation. Yeah.
0: Or even, even Mariti habitat. Like, it's, that's that, mm. like, that, that thick rainforest. Like, yeah, I just wasn't expecting it, so but it was it was really cool to see though. But um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to go out of a night; and just just too exhausted. <laughs> when I get back there, I'll go though. That's fair enough. I yeah. mean, it's
1: only normal after working a ten hour a day to just want to not do anything after it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I actually got a set because I am currently off work, just kind of babying a little injury. But um, my boss sent me a photo or a video. Yesterday, I think it was. I think I forwarded it through to you. Yeah, you sent it through to me, yeah. Oh, I was so jealous. I was like, such such is the day that I miss out on like the coolest thing on track. Like, Don't get me wrong. I see guanas all day, every day, interact with them. Yeah. One almost jumped in my hammock the other day. Um, but, yeah, he found a grey death adder that was eating an eastern water skink. And all you could really see was the grey death adder's head like out of the leaf litter or whatever, just consuming the skink. and I was like, oh, that would have been so cool to sit there and watch that.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. That video, I was like, that's pretty epic. Like I've seen heaps of brown snakes and red bellies and stuff but, and heaps of totellas. Like, I'm in Texas at the moment, so. Yeah. Um, and heaps of green tree frogs. Green tree frogs? Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, they'll be but great. are like, for sure. Yeah. you're open the switchboards and there's just like eight of them sitting in some of the switchboards, <laughs> like – Usually like down here you open a switchboard and you see all this shit everywhere and you're like, Oh, this thing's got rats in it, but you just see this like like I'm no joke, like I'm talking like a three centimeter layer of shit in the bottom of the switchboard. Oh, and my first the first thought I'm like, geez, that looks like a big rat. Like these these turds are massive. <laughs> I put it the back of the switchboard and there's just a colony of green tree frogs. I'm like, Oh, well, there you go. And then every time I i I'm like, Oh, hey, there's frogs in here, <laughs> like but, um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but it's it's been good, so
1: must been Found that moment. micro, oh, bit of everything. To be honest, <clears throat> I got a few eggs coming out at the moment, actually, which yeah. is exciting. Um, seemed to have missed the green pythons this year, or or something went on there where she just decided I'm not not going to go. I am like, because she said she was looking,
0: uh, was it a bit. She looked like she might have been to follicles or something. You are saying, yeah,
1: yeah. There was one one day where I, was, I thought she was for sure ovulating. Yeah, <clears throat> pardon me. Um. But yeah, nothing really seemed to, to come of it, unfortunately. So it is what it is. You know, you win something, you lose something. There's always next year. So I just continue on, continuing on. I actually did a bit of a swapper. I swapped her into the big tank now. So she's not in the, the kind of like long horizontal box. I've put her yep. in the big one just saying she's the bigger of the two yeah. two snakes. So I thought I'll give her a chance to stretch out and see if she uses it. Yeah, um, especially now that she's not like, you know, going
0: to. Get eggs
1: really yeah yeah like just get it used I, to it kind of thing so I figure worst case I could all you know everyone always moves the male in with the female but maybe I'll just move the female in with the male and swap them around you know if they kind of know that they the, they're the two tanks they go to sort of thing then yeah when it, when it comes to breeding season she can go in there early next year or whatever and try again but for now she yeah. can have a stretch um but no I've got six Boyd's eggs that actually seem to be fertile, touch wood. Whether that actually happens, who knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've just done the, your same sort of sh- trick. I've just done the sphagnum moss in a takeaway container. So, yeah. And I've just got that sitting on top of the on top of the green tree hatchy tanks out in the lounge room. I haven't even brought them into one of the warmer rooms. I thought it was a bit cooler out there. So yeah. might just leave them out there. Um, I've got 14 Gillen's eggs on the ground. Wow. And I think I'm about to get another two clutches at least. Yep. So, yeah, hopefully, should be able to move some gills on this year. I am actually going to keep a few back for myself. <laughs> of um, I think I've got plans to probably keep, depending on how well I go. I'll probably keep four or six, depending yeah. on how I go, because I can't have enough. Um, Tristus are definitely firing up. They're they're seeming to. I, I'm a female the other day. She was kind of, you know, that like typical way the monitors sit when they grab it and they kind of like hang off something, but they kind of like, yeah, their treat gut, like uncomfortable. Yeah. She was starting yeah. to do a few, a few things like that. So I was like, Oh, you know, might be, might be coming up to that sort of thing. But probably the most exciting thing for me is, um, i got a male Kimbo on a breed loan. Yes. C- kind exciting. of like a sort of semi-pertinent breeding loan dealio with a friend. Um, and he's a, bloody cracker hey yeah like he's a he's a good-looking lizard like yeah real good-looking lizard so yeah may or may not get any more eggs out of my female this year because she's already laid a clutch uh before he got here okay um, yep so i don't know i'll see if she if she wants to go she wants to go but worst case he's here did she, she lay clutches last year yeah she's laid for the last not including this season, she's laid a clutch at least for the last two seasons. Yeah. But when when she's gone, just one clutch. Yeah. But when she's done that in the past seasons, I'm like, whoa, I'm backing off the food. Like I get nervous because I don't want her just to be pumping out eggs. Eggs, yeah. For nothing, you know, so I kind of just maintain her. Whereas this time around, I'm kind of like, well, you can take some extra food. You know, let's just, if you want to do it, you want to do it. If you don't do it, so be it. But... I'm just kind of keeping it pretty well-fed at the moment and see what happens. Yeah. Um, but as far as breeding, that's pretty much me because I'm now gecko-less, which yeah. we wouldn't have talked about on the podcast. No, that, no that happens when I broke my finger. Yeah. Yeah. So I've decided to have like a pretty decent downsize and I moved on 20-odd geckos. Um, yeah. Probably the best thing I've done, I reckon, to be honest. Yeah. Just to... Just that- Time, yeah, uh, it looks, and space too. I've already filled the space, so that didn't take yeah, long. But no, 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 <laughs> yeah. just, that's why they're I'm already healed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but in saying that, I think yeah, like whilst twenty geckos weren't hard to look after, I think it's just like the nighttime feeds. Like when I was yeah. trying to do multiple different daily types of feeds, you know, in the morning for the goannas or whatever, in the evenings for the geckos, it just give me that little bit of time back more than anything. Yeah. Um, and I loved them. Don't get me wrong; like I'm, I'm still always going to be a gecko nut at heart. But I just needed to work within my limits a bit better, I think. Yeah. And I wanted to just kind of maintain focus and and put that into the stuff that I really, really get a kick out of. Yeah, that's the same as me. That's pretty much what I did or am doing. Yeah. Like
0: there's that's a few funny other. There's a few other little species I want to get, like. But I've got a couple of cohab that I want to do, but. Like that might take years to track down and that kind of thing. But, yeah, there's a couple of other things I want to get as well.
1: I find it funny because I think about like how you went completely out of the hobby and then you've kind of like filtered in and it's like your numbers were going up for a period of time and then I've kind of gone the other way where I had like higher numbers and I'm kind of like trying to meet you in the middle. Like yeah. I'm coming coming down in numbers. But then we've both gotten to this stage where we've kind of, all right, this is where we can work within our means. Yeah. This is where we enjoy it and that's okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly
0: right. Like, and that's the thing is you don't know until you try something too. Like, you might go, you might really like something, but then you get it you're like, oh, I don't really like that. Like, it's not
1: my Frickly thing. forest skinks weren't for me. Yeah,
0: like, I still love them, but, the, but they're one thing that I'm 50-50 on, like, mm. you know, like, at, like it, at the end of the day, it is isn't empty enclosure. <laughs> but, but um, you know, like, if I have heard of people co-having them with, Chameleon geckos, but mm-hmm. I feel they could annoy them a little bit because obviously the Chameleon geckos sleep on the ground, so you don't want yeah. those things running around you in the day just like pissing them off. But
1: yeah, um, but yeah, they might work with like cornutus or something like that, though, wouldn't they? Possibly,
0: but then the cornutus are just that next size up, so I'd be worried yeah. that oh, yeah, there's a lizard there and they eat it, yeah. But um, yeah. like they, the prickly forest kings are of a decent size, but you know. Like if you, you wouldn't know if you got babies in those enclosures, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they'd just get picked off, like.
1: But um, yeah,
0: they're one thing that I'm still fifty fifty on. Yeah,
1: they. We'll they're one of those animals that when you look at a photo of him, you're like, well, for me personally, I was like, that is an amazing looking animal, and yeah. to hold them in your hand or whatever, you're like, this animal's sick. This is such. Oh a yeah. Thing. But then, yeah, when you kind of have six months to a year of owning an empty box, you're kind of like, oh. Even if it poaches head out once in a while, and you got that like little minute or two of a glimpse, like I think some people have better luck having a few extra numbers. Yeah, like when you kind of have like a few of them, like a colony or
0: something. Yeah, and like I know with yours, like your leaf litter was like thick. Like yeah. so they just hid twenty like I use like a more of like more flatter leaves, so when they're yeah. out you can actually see them. Yeah, okay. But minor skittish or you know, anyway. Like they just mm. yeah. I think yeah, you're probably right. Like if you have a little bit of a colony, they might get used to you a little bit more. But they are awesome, awesome skinks. Like but see I think the thing is too is they fit into that like type of lizard and gecko that I like. Like that that yeah. forest type of species like i mean i do love some of the arid stuff but yeah i just like that tropical forest well you know not that Berber are tropical forest but, <laughs> but no
1: uh, but you know you're talking microclimates yeah, again and stuff that's like, right but they, you know if you were to take that snapshot of that granite crack with you know mosses and stuff like that in there then it yeah. kind of yeah, makes yeah. sense yeah
0: but um yeah i think they just fit that little niche that i like that yeah, so they're another one. But, yeah, it's funny how, like, yeah, we, you know, we kind of met in the middle there somewhere. But,
1: <laughs> but anyway. I think um, something for me that's been kind of tickling my fancy of late is not – well, I mean, the reptiles obviously, but I'm starting to, like, breed a few different bugs. Yeah. So I actually went, like, kind of crazy down the how to breed crickets rabbit hole, which for some people that's probably, like, a – it's a nothing – it was never on my radar to do. It would be yeah. kind of like you'd have pinheads crack out in your tank because a cricket laid some eggs under a wet water bowl or something like that, yeah. and that was about as crazy as my cricket breeding career ever went. But now I've um, actually got this like, little shed in my courtyard that once was you know full of fish tanks that I was breeding fish and stuff in, and now it's all full of racks and tubs of bugs. That's And you're doing oh well, God. with it. I'm doing all right, yeah. Like I yeah. think I'm on to my like sixth generation of crickets or something already. Yeah, right. So it's it's cranking along. Um, yeah. And, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I bought in some crickets the other day, but mainly just to kind of try to stagger where Take I had babies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because I kind of got to the stage where I was like, I'd raise a bunch up, i let them breed. I had eggs. And then all of a sudden, I fed off those adults or whatever, and then I yeah. have to wait for the babies then to grow up. So it's kind of like I just needed that cycle, yeah, sort yeah, of thing. You so to, you kind of had,
0: yeah, like take them out and then lose that cycle.
1: Well, no, that's it. If they, you know, straight away when they get to a decent size, you don't want to just feed them off, yeah, and then lose Got that. It. So,
0: but that's one thing I've enjoyed with the woodies. Like I've bought what two, two like fairly decent size ones and I, I fed off like as soon as I got them and this and that, but that would have been a couple of months ago now.
1: Mm.
0: And like, I, I, and I've still got like a bucket load in there. Like there's babies in there. Like it's, it's yep. like, I wish I had, I wish i talked my wife into a sooner list for that. I wouldn't have spent so much on crickets, but.
1: Do, so here's a question. When your wife goes to feed out the woodies, how does she collect the woodies? She just gets the container, just bashes mm. them
0: in. Okay. Like she doesn't doesn't go sizes. She, but in that container, what she'll do then is she'll, like, she'll flick out the big ones with the tongs into, yep. like, you know, the this and this and that. But then the smaller ones, she'll put them in with the smaller, smaller stuff. Yeah. But don't get might, me wrong, sometimes the care. small ones will go in with the others. But, but yeah. see, I don't mind that. Like, I know it's annoying because now I've got woodies running around the room and that. But at the same time, like. It's kind of good because there's always almost a food source there too in the enclosure. Sometimes, yeah. like, like I cleaned out when like, when I swapped them over, like, there's I had like cork tubes in them and that, a cork tube, and like six woodies fell out, like dif- different sizes and stuff like that. Like, but I know the, the thing is with like the with the leaf tails and mainly the chameleon geckos, I still think it's good to feed the crickets because the crickets are a bit slower than the woodies. Mm. So, you know, you, you're not like you can't tongue feed them, so they won't eat off tongs. So, you basically can't guarantee if you throw the woodies in, they don't just all hide. So, you don't know yeah. if they've eaten or not, but at least if you chuck the woodies in and they come out and they're there, they'll eat them. But that's why I still think I still like to feed the crickets anyway. So, every couple of weeks, I'll order another thing of crickets and I'll feed crickets every so often as well, just to yeah. make sure that. I know they're eating the crickets because the crickets don't get out. They're there, they're slower, and they eat them. They don't yeah. hide as much. So that's that's like what I like to do just to make sure that everything's eating properly.
1: So there's a few things I want to unpack with what you just said here, right? Yep. So crickets, I agree, are awesome because they are easier to catch and all the rest of it. Yep. Um, something else that I love over crickets versus woodies is calcium powder sticks to crickets way better. Heaps better heaps better so in particular like when i've been trying to get females back into condition or whatever here because they've dropped eggs or whatever i do heaps of crickets because they can be coated in heaps of calcium powder and try to get that back into those girls yep another thing i want to unpack is the way that your wife collects the woodies if she's sweet doing that that's fine like more power to you. I I hate stirring up the woodies and like getting that like dust because like obviously yeah. I'm like super allergic to them. Yeah. So what I actually do is like for me, it's the night before I feed. Uh, for you, she could potentially do it in the morning or something before the night that she feeds. Yeah. I get like a little dolmio, you know, like a little pasta sauce jar, bit of vaso around the lip, like that yeah. kind of like curved lip at the top. And if they haven't had like wet food in a while, just put like a piece of carrot in the bottom of that leave it for 12 hours, you come back and you've got all your woodies in a jar. Yes, I do, actually. So, you know, if I was to feed the lizards tomorrow, I'd go out to the shed tonight, put a jar like I that in that one is. of the colonies or whatever, yeah. come back the next morning, they're already in a jar, ready to go. That's a good so, idea. So that was just yeah. a way that I could avoid smashing yeah. all the parboard, getting messy, getting dust in yeah. my nose and all the rest of it. Yeah. Another thing that I wanted to suggest is if you are doing woodies and they're hiding something that I'm now adopting is a I'm getting like, something, yeah, ramekins yep. just like oh, from yeah, from a $2 yeah. shop or whatever or from woodies yep. and putting flu on through the inside of them and then just putting them in the container. So, you know, yeah. for me, I can just walk around to all the or whatever and just go out of my pre-court jar, <laughs> tip, yeah. tip, 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 yeah. tip. Here's yeah. a bowl full of woodies I'm seeing in two days or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, That's if you, idea, if you get out or, you know, you scratch your flu on or whatever here or there. You know, it's not the end of the world, but mm. just thinking, you know, you're talking streamline again Yeah, exactly. For your, for your wife. But even that would just, that's quick. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, That's
0: not a bad idea, actually. I think I've got a bunch of those somewhere. I just have to get some flu on. But um, yeah. no, I like that.
1: Oh, if we catch that's up a... soon, because I've bought a whole bunch of flu on. I'll just pour you out a little bottle or something and you can take Very it sweet.
0: home. Sweet. Yeah, I'll tell her that. Oh. She'll, probably, she'll probably prefer that, that can jar right here, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it just stops potentially, you know, them flying out of your, your colony, which yeah. then you lose that as a potential future food source or a breeder or whatever. Yeah, that's right. It's just lazy. The one thing that I did notice is like, I did it the other day, and one of my colonies is like, uh, it's pretty chocolate choc- at the moment because I had a friend top me up with a bunch of roaches. Yeah. And there was like a pile of this much roaches in the jar, and they'd like suffocated the ones at the bottom. bottom. Yeah, yeah, right. So, depend if your colony is absolutely cranking, maybe don't do that.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do it the morning to...
0: before or something. Like yeah, around, or keep like
1: an eye something. closer on it, or pull it closer or something. Yeah, yeah, like it's, but um, that's always worked for me in the past is to just yeah. collect up what you need. Yeah, that's
0: not a bad idea. But yeah, like I so said, I don't mind them coming out every now and like hiding a little bit and then coming out. And it's good because mm-hmm. then like it's just that food source there. But but that's the thing with it, like. With the something on the roof with the um and the chameleon geckos, like they're very slender geckos, like mm. they they don't have like, like, you look like you can all you can you can see their ribs a lot, like even when they're healthy, like you can like they don't hold weight like other geckos do. Mm. So, I think, like, yeah, it's like, and that's the good thing I'm like about feeding with the woodies, like you know, woodies better than crickets, so. You know, yeah when you're talking like um nutritional fa- content
1: yeah they, they pack yeah,
0: a bit but, more yeah but um like they're just yeah they're just slender anyway so that's the other thing is with the calcium powder like is to up the calcium powder and i like make sure i feed
1: them as well okay so here's something else that i've because you know i've been going down this like rabbit hole of bugs um how like what do you give your woodies as far as like food and water goes
0: so I just do like a – like a, not a, with the crickets, I just do like a little bit of a wet sponge or or every yep. so often. I just use, throw a carrot in or something like that every so often. Yep. But I also give them like a – what is a podcast I listened to years ago? It was a gecko podcast from America. I use like a – I used to buy from um, – what was it? Live Foods Unlimited up in Queensland. I used to just buy like a, a gecko – not gecko, uh, a cricket feed mix. Mm-hmm. And I have also been getting another one from a different place. So I just use that. But I was listening to a podcast years ago and he used to make his own. But what he used to use, he used to use um, Kellogg's Crunch Nut Cornflakes. Crush Up the cornflakes, Yeah, right. And that was like their dry food. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I thought I might even give that a whirl of one day. But But I don't order, with the crickets, I don't order enough to keep the colony there. Like I order enough to kind of feed for the week or whatever yep. so it's like they're not in there long enough to like obviously they've got the food in there and that but yeah i'm not basically keeping them in there for like a month at a time or whatever but with the, no with the
1: woodies i am but but like your your woodies for example you're you're planning to at least have one colony that's kind of just like yeah kicking kick over much, there yeah. right yeah um, and i'll just fill it up whenever i need yeah so something that i've been doing recently and i think um Luke Youngen's actually sparked the idea in my head per se, but then I saw it on a video because whilst I was going down this deep dive of how to breed, you name what, yeah. um, I was watching cricket farmers and okay. um, the, these guys were setting up these cricket colonies to essentially just go, all right, here's your, here's your, your colony. I don't have to touch you for like two months and then I yeah. can harvest my large crickets sort of thing. Like it was like supposed to be the most – efficient way and hands-off way of raising crickets. Mm. And one of the things that they did is, A, they put like a super large food bowl in there. Duh, you're going to need that. But the other thing that they did is they essentially had like these tubes that were going around the back of where these containers and stuff all were and they contained water and then Mm. they had a piece of rope that would come out of these tubes. Like like a wick almost. Yep, exactly like a wick. And then that was zip tied to a piece of mesh, like steel mesh or galvanised mesh that sat like near the cardboard because obviously you don't want a wick of wet moisture sitting on cardboard, you want that kind of break. Yeah. So for my colonies, woodies, crickets, whatever that's going on at the time because, again, I'm trying to not like have to necessarily go, oh, I need to do carrots all the time or, or yeah. leafy greens or whatever it might be and I don't want to get to the stage where everything dries out. Yeah. I've essentially got like a Tupperware container of sorts that's like yay big, like 500 mil I think it is, yeah. um, melted a hole in the top, done the old bit of cotton rope from Bunnings, done yeah. the wick, got the little galvanised piece of mesh and zip ties because I had that sort of stuff kicking around.
0: Yeah. I love it. It's funny so that. I ever bought, oh, there was a shop up on the coast called All Things Slimy. Yeah. Like that was back probably eight, oh, what would that have been? 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago, and I bought it like I bought a cricket keeper tub from them just to keep my crickets in. And it had like a container with a wick in it, exactly like hmm. you described. It wasn't as big, but yeah, it had the same things as you described.
1: Yeah, right. That's crazy. Yeah. How, but, I mean, it's, um, not, it's not, it's not, it's not like a new
0: no, store. but it's such a good idea. Yeah, it's like you said, you don't have to keep like you're not throwing the carrot in, you're not, you're not throwing it, like it's not like sometimes you might chuck too large of a chunk in. Yep, and then the humidity's too high; like it rots, and then everything's just the humidity's too high. Like you've got that wick; it's just the end of that wick that's wet.
1: Yeah, yeah. like depending on how you it angle off. it, too, it might just be kind of down near the, where the closer to the water is. Yeah, but like I'll give you an example, right? So I filled up that, that like woody colony that's booming at the moment. I filled that up with water. Would have been like six or seven days ago. Five hundred mil. Check yep. it today, dry. Yeah. Which you're talking like a lot of bugs in there, yeah. But yeah, I've been yeah. doing wet wet food every few days as well. Yeah. And in between that and having the water, like... Because at the end of the day, like, it's all good to try to keep them drier and not feed so much wet food. But I think feeding, like, a wet food, like a carrot or, or you know, leafy greens might be different to water. Oh, yeah. Because... You know, you're talking about like something solid versus something yeah. liquid. And they're still eating it, so, like they're still getting something from it. Yeah, exactly. And if your colony's not dehydrating, but it's also not producing so much humidity by having the wet food in the cardboard or near the cardboard or anything like that. Like I mean, I use yeah. plastic bowls and things as like brakes on the cardboard anyway, so they don't get into that. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's just a thought that maybe it might just keep it healthier long term.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I've always struggled to do is keep crickets alive, eh? That's why I just kind of order for like what I need for the week.
1: The one thing that I learnt and a friend gave me this tip is the first, I think he said about the first 10 days of a cricket's life after it hatches, you need the humidity to be pretty high. Yeah. For those first kind of couple of molts. Yeah. And um, since putting that into practice in a way that I've got going on now, it seems to work. So, you know, I'm consistently getting a few hundred crickets out of a batch or whatever like that. Mm. That's good. Well, I'm never going to breed crickets. So. <laughs> oh, it is definitely work. Yeah. It's like you, you get tuned into it. It's like I can hear those crickets in the background at your place going, man, put a tub in. They're starting to chirp up. Like, Yeah. They, they want to go. They're not in full swing yet, but they might nah. want to go.
0: No. Nah. But, yeah, I don't think was it was like Woody's, yeah, but not crickets. It's, yeah, I just don't have time. It'd be great because nah. I wouldn't have to buy food, but there is a lot of, like like you said, a lot of effort involved in it, that's for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, it is one of those things. I mean, obviously, I'm just trying to keep costs down as our belts get tighter and stuff like that with everything going on in our economy. And yeah. the other thing too is it's just nice to be able to go, I've got food here. Exactly. That's right. You know? And that's the, the, the I
0: like about with the woodies. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I could probably feed Tom, feed some of the leaf sales, but definitely not the um, the um chameleon geckos. But hmm same time like I would rather come down here and like drop like, drop a woody in front of it and stand there still wait till it eats and then do it again like yeah if, that, if it came to that like but it's just good being I remember when they had that cricket shortage
1: that was a nightmare all those years ago mm. it was I remember because so I, I, I wasn't into woodies then I was like I was so often because of my allergies yeah and I was relying on I, I was getting thousands of crickets a month yes yeah, same mean and yeah. that was just – when that went to, to shit, I was just like, oh, crap. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same. I was like,
0: I ended up finding in this place. And then yeah, I was like, oh, no, I'm good. They had heaps. And I was like, perfect. And every week I just order my – I think I was spending like 80, 100 bucks a week on crickets at that point. <laughs> but um, Adds up.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. That's funny. I was saying to my wife the other day, I was like, man, like – I think I had something because obviously I was getting stuff for like cost through the shop, which was very handy. And I had like a 70 or $75 weekly allowance for Reptile Food. That's, where, that's, <laughs> that's like where my budget was kind of sitting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was actually just trying to – I was talking to her and I was like, I don't remember the last time that I actually like properly like, you know, buy a batch of crickets once in a blue moon or something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't a weekly thing. It became like yeah. a – once every few months, type thing. Yeah. That's, like, yeah that, that's a nicer feeling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: That's one thing I need to do. Like, once I finish the room, I'm going to have like a section just to keep all my like tubs for my, my feeders. Yeah. But, um, and the, like, yeah. Cause whatever. I only, like I say, I only buy them for the week that I need. So basically, yeah. like, as f- soon as I get them, I just feed them straight away. Basically, to like, cause I figured like, they are probably eaten better than what I can give them in that short amount of time. So I don't dust those and then the second time I'll dust mm. and whatever I've given them, they're not feeding then That's generally the end of the crickets for the week anyway. Like, but,
1: but yeah, that's just what I do just because I, I suck at keeping crickets alive. <laughs> I was actually pretty stoked the other day because when, when I did do that most recent order, I did it through buyer supplies because I was just like, oh, I've, got, I've had a heap of lizards drop eggs soon. Yep. Never ordered for buyer supplies as a personal, you know, purchase yep. or such. I've done it through the shop heaps. Um, I think I you ordered. got them the same day? <laughs> oh, it was like 16 hours after my order. Yeah. I was like, whoa. I was expecting him like, I ordered them like, it ought- Sunday night and I got them like Monday before midday. I can order
0: them like because I swear I get mine from supplies. I can order it at like seven o'clock in the morning and they'll be at my house when I get home from work and I'm on the coast. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if you order them the night, yeah, the night before, they come the next day, which is like awesome. So, but I usually only get like a smaller pack and, like I said, I just feed everything off and then feed them again into the, the week. But
1: yeah, I just did it. I was like, oh, I'll just get like the 600. 600- medium crickets pack or something like that because yeah. I was like, oh, and I'm just – sorry. Yeah. yeah. See, I've been buying large just because I
0: feed them off so quick. Like, Yeah. There's a few things I can feed mediums too, but like the smaller stuff, I just go and buy like a little box of crickets, the small ones.
1: Yeah. And then just throw in some woodies, so. Yeah. The only reason I got mediums is because like obviously everything here could smash a large. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Um, but I was also like, oh, I'll keep some of these for that next breeding stock. So if you yeah. buy the largest for most people, they don't last they've enough. already bred. Yeah. They've already done their duty, whereas these guys aren't even chirping yet. So it's yeah. kind of like, okay, well, I kind of put like half of that 600 aside and I'm like, you're for feeding and the other yeah. half's for breeding. And What is the you know, lifespan of a cricket? Oh, I, I want to say that they actually, I was watching a shoebugs video from South Australia and I think he said that he was doing an experiment where he was keeping them for like four months.
0: Yeah.
1: Or something like that. But I think like that breeding age, if I'm not mistaken, I'm probably wrong and it sounds like I've not been doing my research right. I think it's about that six to seven week mark is when they're like in their prime sort of like you're right breeding mode. So Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then that, they only do that for like a week. Yeah. I want to say maybe a bit longer if you're lucky depending on, how many new ones you got going in your, in your tub? Because obviously there might be a little stagger in how old they are. Um, but yeah, I pretty much just put like a tub of cocoa like moist cocoa peat, in their c- t- container with them. And then once every two days, I'll take that out. I just chuck it in my reptile incubator, like yep. with a lid on it. And then put a new tub in, and I do that like four or five times. And then um, yeah, I essentially fill up my reptile incubator with cricket eggs. <laughs> And then I've got this like te- – like I let them go for about about a week in there and yep. then I've got like a 10-litre tub that I then put those containers in with a bit of cardboard and stuff like that. And as they start hatching, they're in this 10-litre tub inside the reptile incubator that's also sealed. So yeah, that humidity like stays higher. Yeah. yeah. And then they just live in there for a week or two. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah definitely don't have the patience for that, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to not have to use the reptile incubator for – cricket eggs and stuff and then yeah. just as I get more things going on in this shed then the, the heat will just be warm off in there. Yeah. 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 That's good fun. I like learning about these sort of new things. Like you think yeah. about like a lot of python breeders when you're talking like big python breeders not that I ever want to be a big lizard breeder but you know they generally run their own rodents. Exactly. You know, they're, they're looking after their own um, yeah. colonies and stuff like that to to have for their snakes and uh, I think more lizard keepers could try to do that or at least kind of understand it, you know. That's right. A little bit easier. Definitely more convenient to buy stuff in. Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. 100%. But, uh, yeah, it's good to know, especially because there's actually a few cricket diseases out there at the moment too.
0: Yeah, well, there's a couple of times where I've lost like – like literally had them for a day and they're like
1: 90% of them have died. Yeah. In different places pretty weird when that happens but um mm. yeah there's a, there's a few things kick, kicking around that i think you were saying in the past you lost a couple of yeah, geckos or something I lost, like that I so. just, it
0: was like six geckos or something like i, I fed yeah. them like all the next day there was like six dead and there was some stuff that like i was like devastated about yeah but yeah i think it was a thing about six geckos or something and yeah it's just like yeah and that's all I can put it down to, like six geckos that I've had for three, four years, like some that were I raised from hatchies. Mm. they just all, yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I can put it down
1: to. It's crazy, yeah. hey. Yeah. I've got a bit of a subject subject change. It's still reptile related. Yeah. But uh, I know I sent you this message earlier today, but my mum and dad's dog was bitten by an eastern brown snake today. Yeah, they sent you a picture for an ID, didn't they? Yeah, well, mum called me straight away and she was basically, What the F is this?
0: Yeah. How's said, it, how yes. is it now? Uh,
1: dog's alive. Um, yeah. It's had one bout of anti venom. Yeah. Um, and she was able to come home tonight just because the small town that they're in, in New South Wales, doesn't have a vet on overnight. So she couldn't stay there yeah. being kind of like not monitored. Yeah. Um, but they did say if she was, if she was questionable at all. They would have sent it to Canberra to a vet down there to, to watch. Yeah. Um. But she's going back to the vet tomorrow morning just to do another sample of bloods and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, mum, mum called me and she's like, what the hell is this? And I was like, ah, oh, that's a juvenile Eastern Brown. It's probably about 40, 45 centimeters. Still yeah. kind of had like some faint banding and stuff on it. And I was like, were you or the dog anywhere near her? And she's like, oh, the dog just jumped over it and yelped. And I was like, oh well, take that dog to the vet. Yeah. she's like, oh, she seems okay, and I was like, take her to the vet. <laughs> like, yeah, it won't seem okay soon. Yeah, so it was just very lucky. Like, mum wasn't, mum was very rattled by it, which is understandable. Yep. Um, but they did a the, did a blood test, and straight up, it came back that it was. I think they t- I think they take a little bit of blood and they watch it to see if it's like coagulating um, okay. or whatever that word is. I, th- I think that's what they did. Yeah, um, yeah, dyslexic, tonight. Um. Yeah, but uh, I don't know how they, maybe they ran a test or something like that or they put a yeah. chemical in it to see what it was doing or, or something like that. But sure enough, she copped a bite, so. That's lucky. They've only had this dog like two months as well. So it's a oh, little, that's like a puppy. Like Yeah, it's puppy, like a Labrador yeah. pup. Yeah. So yeah, very, very young dog. Um, and mum has been like waiting to have this dog for a while too. Yeah. And yep. like as soon as she gets it, that happens. The one time they live in the country, well, they've lived in the country for ages, and in Queensland yeah. they used to see snakes all the time, but they just haven't seen any since being down here for like seven years. But yeah, yeah, crazy, but hey,
0: yeah, man, That's happens. Insane. Yeah, exactly,
1: happens. exactly.
0: Especially in the bush, like it's crazy how many brown snakes I've come across in the last few weeks, like, oh, I bet just walking because, like, we do we do some stuff like like just rural stuff. And you can almost see a couple every day. But um, yeah, it's just crazy, crazy. You been doing any
1: herping? I did. I went, like, non-related work herping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I went out for a walk last week at some stage with Simon. Yep. Uh, and we – what did we get? We got three little thick tail geckos. Uh Got a broadtail gecko. Got a got like heaps of red crown toadlets. Um, he he's also got this uh, like infrared camera that you like hook up to your phone because oh, okay. he's like into mammals and stuff a little bit as well. Yeah, it, it's, this thing sent him like six or seven hundred bucks, something like that. And he he was like, oh, there's a near down here. I want to see what this looks like on the infrared camera. I was like, yeah, cool. You yeah, know, I want to see this thing too. And he he pointed it at the echidna and he's like, oh, that's so cool. And he's like, there's something behind it. And like behind it, there's this wallaby just like eating something in the background. We couldn't see it, but it came up on the yeah. camera. And then we like got the torch up and we're like, oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's a two yeah, for, for one. <laughs> that's pretty so that cool. Was pretty cool. Uh,
0: was it? Did it just show up like? So it was like a heat heat camera, and just showed up like heat signatures from stuff.
1: Yeah. So if it, was, yeah. If it was like completely grays and blacks and stuff like that. And but then, then where like the, the animal and... was, it was like yeah, reds, yellows, and pinks. Yeah, sort of thing. that's awesome. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. Does um, it tell you the temperature as well? I don't know. I didn't look at it that closely. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure if it does or it doesn't. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool to to see it. And you know, he uses it for things like little sugar gliders and stuff like that too. So you can kind of yeah. scan through the trees and go, oh yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. That's really pretty cool. mad. Yeah. It doesn't work on reptiles so good.
0: No, nah, I was going to uh, ask that. Like, it would be interesting <laughs> to see, like, like obviously, like basking temperatures and this and that, like, but, yeah. 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 But,
1: yeah um, too I know well, we – I think we pointed it at a red crown toadlet and it appeared cooler than its surroundings. <laughs> so weird. it was kind of like the surroundings were darker or lighter. I can't remember. It was like a shade of grey. Yeah. So – but apparently it meant that it was cooler than its surroundings. Yeah, right. But, yeah, we, really we did cool. that and we poked around in a little area too two because through the rumour mill from national parks, somebody had released a carpet python near us. Oh, or, really? Or, or, or a carpet python had been spotted and national parks were concerned about it being in this particular area because obviously it's a national park. Yeah. Diamond pythons everywhere. Don't yep. want to have, like, marillium mutts out in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like, hey, Simon, we might might have a chance to see like a coastal carpet or something funky down here. <laughs> exactly and I was like, yeah, no, they just told way. us it. Yeah, exactly. They just told us it was a, a carpet python, but we might find like a, you know, inverted commas of wild bread life or something yeah. like that. Does it count? <laughs> I don't yeah. think it does, but still, it would be kind of cool. are they all just
0: carpet pythons now? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Crappets. I to finish that book. Yeah, crappets. That's right. Isn't that what but, Scott calls them? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have you bought any new books? books new books I have yeah I don't do it did I tell it before the podcast did I say before yeah I've said before yeah I've got about a hundred books close to sitting next to me obviously like some aren't books some are like Herb to Fauna magazines and stuff like that
1: are they all new yeah
0: <laughs> new some are you some that you know some like that I've got like previously because like I ordered you some in that as well but yeah, 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 my books. Yeah, I need another bookshelf and I'll probably fill it. <laughs> so, and I know Scott's got a couple of more books coming out, so I'll have to grab those. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely got more books. Oh, there's something the got, you day. Buy
1: your, got you buy your wallet over there now that they've got the contract to Chimera or whatever it is. Don't oh, they?
0: yeah, but it's lucky because I kind of I set a limit, like. I just want to get Australian books. Although there was a few ones that I did get that aren't Australian. Like I've got like the Europlatis one, the Leaftail one. Um, oh, that's um, kind of interesting though. Yeah. So i got a couple of those ones. But, yeah, so I set myself a limit with the Chimeris because, yeah, like I would – I'd go broke if I started buying stuff on there. So – but um, no, I've got obviously the new Danny Brown ones. He's, he's got two new ones coming out that – skink mm. was it skink and the dragon one i think
1: yeah i think they were best to come out one as well to two next yeah. ones
0: um yeah just a couple of ones i found on ebay here and there just mm. doubles of stuff and this and that so I'm trying to build my collection a little bit but-
1: at one point the world's going to run out of australian reptile books and everyone's going to come and turn around to you and start shaking you down for some loose copies
0: Yeah, uh, there's a couple of people with a lot bigger collections than me, I can tell you that. But, no, definitely, I I know I just love it. It's just another thing. I just love collecting the books. Like, I don't read half of them, but I just like having them. It's just a bit bit of history. That's the other thing I like to do.
1: Do you know something that I got actually probably since we last spoke is I got some of Alana's art.
0: Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, that's something I've been meaning to do. So, because I'm a cheapskate. I only bought them as prints. I think she yep. goes under Redbubble as Miss Varanus. Yes, I think so. Uh, and on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I, I am a bit of a cheapskate and belts are tight at the moment. But, yeah, I got uh, got prints. I got the Kimberley Rock Monitor, a children's python, and a rough scale python as well.
0: Yeah, that looked great. The, she does awesome
1: stuff, hey? Yeah, I think she just released a Boyga. I think yes, she did I the, saw that. The Banded yep. Boyga, the Night Tiger. Yep. That was really cool. Really, really cool. And yeah, still hanging out for a few months.
0: Yeah, there's some stuff. This and she probably does it, I'll probably guess. See, I, I don't have anywhere to hang it, though. That's my thing. I'm, like, I've am like, i got no wall space in here, so. I
1: don't have wall space. I'm just hanging off the sides of tanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a bad
0: idea, but I don't really have that anywhere. Like, they'd just be on the side and you wouldn't see them kind of thing, but. Like, I've got, like, a little bit of space, but that's for all the ones I've got that are going to yeah. go. But, by no, that she does awesome stuff, for sure.
1: Mm. Yeah, she does some cool gear. I just need to find a frame for the, the rough scale Python one. Yeah. It's a bit of a different size. Yeah. are oh, they mad. Yeah. I don't know. What, uh, what else have we got to touch on tonight? Oh, yeah. I've got one more thing. Not to rub salt in on this one, but I am going on a hurt trip. Yes. So. Ah,
0: that'd next, be a good one. I was going to come, but it doesn't line up with my my nah. work, work swing that I do. That's next weekend, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah,
1: this one's coming. It's the next one. Yeah. Um, off to South Australia to chase lizards with frisie So that would be fun. Yep.
0: Yeah. No, I was going to. Yeah, because my swing is. Yeah, I'm off this week, and I go back on the weekend. So,
1: but so this, this is the reason that I didn't do this weekend is because I was like, because I'm only casual. I'm yeah. working this weekend, so I was kind of like, oh shit. And then I asked Fries we should have talked about it a bit more. <clears throat> I probably could have tried to swap weekends or something like that. That yeah, doesn't matter doesn't matter.
0: I'm going to try and – yeah, I want to get up into the Wadigans over the Christmas holidays and go up there.
1: You going to target anything in particular? Anything, man.
0: Just get out and have a look, dust off mm-hmm. the camera. But like I said, I want to get up to – when I was up at Tenerife, I want to go up there and go out over nighttime and try and find some white and Svyuris, get some pictures. Speaking of Svyuris, Rick more out three years in a row now. Really? Yeah, it's third year in a row.
1: Oh, he's got that nailed him. down there, isn't he? Yeah. That's awesome.
0: So, yeah, no, he's doing super well with them. It'd be good to see more of them around, that's for sure. They're one thing I want to get back. <laughs> but I bet. I don't know it's if funny. He's any. I might have to ask him.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'd want to see if you can uh, smoothie up to the top of that list, that list yeah. potentially. Or, yeah. They're a really cool gecko, really, yep. really cool gecko. Man. Uh, uh, you, I don't know anybody else with them.
0: No, no, don't, not that I know of either. There might be the odd one or two per, people, but, yeah, I don't think I know anyone else with them. He might actually be the only one, to be honest.
1: Because
0: mm. we both had some at the same time years ago. And there was a couple of other people that had them as well. Um mm. I got eggs out of mine, but um, I can't remember if I missed them and they were duds or they were duds. I can't remember. Like I missed them and they dried out, they were duds. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was. It was years ago now. But, yeah, but um, no, he's doing super well with them now. That's for sure.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's very cool to see him if that's the case. You know, three years in a row, that's kind of like, okay, one year could be a fluke. Two years, I might have this. Three years, all right, I'm pretty confident.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's,
1: he's probably held them all back too, which is good. Like, yeah, he's the kind of person that would set up a bit of a colony for American, oh, just yeah, for just sure. to make sure they're secure. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, they're they're one that I'd love to get back.
0: Keep again, they're awesome. Like, I mean, like the similarities to your um thickies, but. They just look the color because the, they've got that granite yeah. color and then just that tail, like the stark contrast on that mm. tail, just looks unreal. But they another thing I'd love to see in the wild too and photograph. But that's, I mean, they're in the same area as the wild Berber, So that's one thing. Yeah. Like kill two birds with one stone and photograph them both. Like,
1: you're just going to need to buy yourself a case of Red Bull. And after a long shift on the tools, you're going to just have to chug a few of them and they're all right. Nice well, where you
0: find them, it's only like twenty minutes from where, where I'm. Like, we're we're out of there at the moment, but we're gonna go back there in I think January. So they're only like yeah. where I stay It's only twenty minutes, but I'm just ex- <laughs> it's not getting it's not getting there. It's it's driving the twenty minutes back. Yeah, that I'll struggle with, and then yeah, but I'll make sure I do it when I go when I go back. Sleep there. in the car. Yeah, it'd be a killer day
1: for work next day, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've done, uh, yeah, haven't quite done the old sleep in a car after a hurt night or something like that, but I've done a few nights where it's been like you get into bed at like 3 or 4 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm up the next day at like 5.30 to start work, so. Well, that's what I mean is like, yeah, I would have been getting yeah. up at about 6. Yeah. And, you know, you're pounding coffee all day and can't wait for bed that night. Yep, yeah, 100%. But no, I'm definitely going to
0: do it when we're back there. Even if I'm not, what I'm like, even if I end up not going back there, or, like, on the way home, what I might do is just stay, like, go there, stay there a night Surfing on the way tickle. back and see if I can tick them off. Like, and then I can even come down through Dorigo and try and tick off, um, um, Mariti as well on the way through. Nice. So, like, I'm up that area, I may as well I'm just mm. make
1: a night or two of it. Like, so. I sent for Ozzy a bit of a list the other day of yep. what I want to target. He was like, oh, what, are you, what do you want to look for? And basically I just said, Gillen's done.
0: To elder Eye list. out there?
1: Yeah, there is. I think there is – I did put that on my list, funnily enough. Um, yeah. But I think – I don't know if we're going to be able to go that Get way. That. Yeah, okay. Um, not entirely awesome. possible. Yeah. Um, but uh, – <laughs> Yeah, Gil and I was the top of my list, uh, and ca- close ca- capital letters. <laughs> no, well, the first list I sent to him, he's like, "I'll oh, put it through a list." I just wrote Gil and I, yeah, and he's like, uh, "He just sent me like a laughing emoji after that because like oh, that's what I've been hounding him for." I was like, "I really want to go hard for him because they're yeah. they're not easy to get in South Australia, but they're there." Yeah, um, but one of the other things that I really want to see is a thorny devil because that's yeah, a, that'd be wicked. I have I'd love struck seven, out like. on that. Um. Well, not I'm not coming, first. and I was
0: supposed to come. So you're going to find something that you haven't found because that always happens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, well, I mean the the territory trip we definitely yeah. lucked out on pretty good. Yeah. You know, uh, getting obviously the all the all the monitors, well, pretty much all the monitors we wanted to really see, and then yeah. and then the OP at the end of it, exactly. Um, got to see the K day with Todd. Yep. Exactly. Didn't make, didn't make that trip. That was the only two trips. That was the only
0: two trips and you yeah. found them both. You've Yeah. So they're pretty good odds.
1: Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, even just like the South Australian dragons, man, like there's such a range of dragons yeah. down there and geckos like, too. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much anything's going to be cream That's what I said to him. You know, I think we're, we're quite similar as you and myself is, you know, I'm down for whatever. It's just it's about like, the adventure and, yeah. you know, see what you want to see. If I could, Potentially see a wild Gill and I again, fucking sweet. But yeah, you know, if I don't, yeah, you know.
0: yeah, that's it, man. That's exactly yeah. it. And that's the. I I just fun. That's the other thing that sucks about being away, too. Like, because last year we were going out like every couple of weeks, and we were mm. like, we, you know, that was good. Don't get to do that while I'm working away. So, but
1: you can, I can. And you're in a pretty good location. Yeah. You just don't get to share it with anybody in the moment. Yeah, that's while right. you're there, yeah. Which does suck. I, like the solo herbs can be a bit painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: But, um, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to just tick those two species off. But mm. I'd be pretty stoked. But, um, yeah, they're the main two I want to tick off up there. Anyway. Oh, and then on the way back, the Mariti, but, yeah. I've just got to get out there and do it. Stop talking, just do it.
1: I can tell you. you talk experience. a lot,
0: But when I do it, I do
1: it. <laughs> You'll get that one day. You know, your tanks tanks are full behind you. You yep, got that done. That's it. You know, it it's uh maybe I'm the hare, maybe you're the tortoise. Yep, that's right. Trip to the the, tortoise the race. tomorrow on the way home, so <laughs> to get the plans for them. So They do look bloody cracker though. Yeah. Like they really do. I haven't stopped staring at them pretty much all night now. And just going, oh, man, that rock work is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to come up when she's all finished,
0: mate. Or close yeah, I'm to sure anyway, it. I'll come up at least when I get these. Oh, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm, I'd like to get them finished pretty quick, yeah. but I don't think it'll happen. But I'd like to. I've. They're all ready to
1: go, but. Yeah. Were you saying that you had another plan for like smaller hatchy tanks or something like that for your room as well?
0: Yeah. Well, Tyson's got like a. I don't know if he's put pictures out or anything yet, but he's got like a it's a bank of enclosures. You may as well say.
1: Mm.
0: So he's got his um, he's got some of his stuff in it now, but it's like a prototype he built. But I, I like I remember when I went there, he was designing one that's like four in a row, and it's just like a like f- almost like four foot long. Mm. I don't know the dimensions, but it was, yeah, it's almost like a fourth enclosure was divided into all little small ones. But then he built a bank of it basically from floor to ceiling and it fits perfectly in this room with like mm-hmm. I can say about two hundred above it, maybe a little bit less.
1: Yeah.
0: And like we've been talking back and forth for ages since you started doing it. And then I was like, Oh, I want to grab like a like one of those banks I think He goes, Oh, I've got my prototype one here that oh we guess I want to do another one. Send me a picture from Like I oh, yeah, will I'll grab that. He's like, oh, when do you want it? Like, oh whenever. He goes I've just got some stuff in it now. I said, Oh well whenever like it'll be next year but at least that'll just finish off the room then. And then when I get mm. babies, I can go in there. And there's some smaller ones up the top, middle size, and some slightly larger ones down the bottom for hold back. So. Uh,
1: are you going to get that particular person to do mock rock in the back of those? I've thought about it, but then it'd be super heavy. What
0: I what I might do in the back of that is I've got in the shed that I, what I used to use. I used to use that like it's like a cork buck. You buy them, it's like a background, but it looks like just cork bark. So I might just yeah. stick them in the back. Like it'd look wicked if I did mock rock, but I think the weight of that alone would be too much. Um, Cause you've got like,
1: well, maybe not. So
0: I'd probably you, only do the back though.
1: I was going to say, if you did the back, like even if you got them as kind of just like a removable piece of, oh, yeah, no, you wouldn't be able yeah. to do it. Cause you wouldn't get through the door.
0: Yeah. And it'd be a bit of a pain getting in some of those too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe I the cork, cork bark might be the better yeah. choice because even if you wanted to, you could like crack the pieces of the cork bark and then still just glue them into the yeah into yeah. place if, if you had to. Like if you couldn't yeah. get it through the door, so crash it. But yeah. you should be able to if you turn it. side. So like, yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. But yeah, and then that'll like it's yeah lights in it all and this and that. Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: Yeah. But it's just good, like like I love the exoterras, but I think I'm done with exoterras. It's
1: a funny <laughs> thing, isn't it?
0: I've got heaps of heaps of
1: yeah, I've got lots of. I'm gonna get rid of. I got some of yours here too. You can have back. Oh. Do you remember when I first started this room? It was like almost ninety percent exoterras. Yeah, and now I've got three, four, four left in here. That's it.
0: Yeah. They're still handy to have, like, some of the oh, larger sizes. Like, I'll keep some of the larger sizes, but I was the same. When I first, this room, first, those years ago, before I got rid of everything, it's pretty much floor-to-ceiling, exoterrace, like, the whole way. I think I had, it like, no, you never came up then, did you? That was, nah. Nah. No. So, I'm like, you know, my room, it was literally, like, the whole way around. Like, mm. and it stopped, like, where I've got this desk is where it stopped because the door opens and you can't get exoterrace behind it. It was literally, yeah, like, the whole way around. I never really had, crazy. like, an actual video of that all set up. Like, it look, look good, but, yeah, it's just all Exoterra's. But they were, like, I, I like these just purely because they're larger. Like, I, I'm enjoying the larger enclosures as well for, the, like, yeah. for the geckos. Like, I know Exoterra do a 90 high, 60, 45 or whatever, but I like the extra depth on these, just that extra extra um, 15, was a 15 centimetres? It makes a massive difference.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. if you are going to do like mock rock and anything like that, because that eats yeah. up space and stuff. And now you pretty much have more than what those ExoTerras had anyway, and you've got that usable space in the background. Yeah, that's right. And I have those Reptile ones that you use, Reptile,
0: are they Reptile one? Yeah. Yep. I've got that one that I got. And like, when I bought it in, I was like, I wasn't thinking, I was like, oh, hang on, this thing's heaps like narrower, like, mm. Like, yeah, it's just having that extra depth just makes a bit of a difference. But, yeah, I just like having the larger enclosure to give them that extra bit of height. They use it. They're like, I think the celebrosis is right up the top there. <laughs> like, you know, you, they use the space, but I suppose if you give them floor to ceiling, they'd use the whole height too. That'd be awesome to do one day.
1: Imagine that. I could have a walk in Gillen's room and you could have a walk in Leaftail Gecko slash chameleon Gecko room. I'd and love you that. Be, like, you'd be worried about stepping on chameleon ceiling. Geckos.
0: Yeah, floor to ceiling, like enclosure, like what I've got behind me, but floor to ceiling for each. But I just don't have the space. One day, I need to win the lotto. <laughs> we can <laughs> you know, all dream. Yeah, exactly. Could have spied <laughs> or something. But, but no, it's been good just to finally get stuck into it after all that talk and, like, finally get stuck into it and just stuff start to happen.
1: Like, I've had a minute ago. What lights are you running in those at the moment? Are they the little jungle dawns? Yeah, they're the little jungle dawns. They pump light, don't they?
0: They do, but they don't. So it looks like it's bright, but it's not as bright as it looks in this video. Okay. So, um, like, they look really cool when you look at them with the light that's in it, but it's not super bright. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I've got a couple of different ones I'm going to try because I've got all the plants like picked out. There's a little that, that little local nursery I've talked about before. I've been there a few times and they've got the stuff I'm going to stick in there. Like it's not going to be packed with plants. It's just going to have yeah. a couple of ferns here and there just to create a bit of cover and this and that and a bit of green. But but um, yeah, I'm just going to use native native ferns.
1: Yeah, no. So no, I'm sure so it all would be really meant
0: something. Stopping into that bloody place at
1: Dorigo that you stopped into. Oh, like the, the ranger's hut there. Yeah. That was unreal. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon right. if we weren't travelling around, we would have bought heaps of plants from there. That was just like, it wasn't even like a thing, hey. It was like a shopping cart out the front with just like a sale label on it. <laughs> like, Yeah. Native plants, native rainforest plants.
0: Yeah. That was That's cool. Not, wouldn't mind doing. But yeah, I've got a couple of lots I'm going to try out, but see how they go hopefully that works wouldn't mind trying to get a bit of moss going
1: on the the concrete so Uh, good stuff man what do you reckon do you reckon we wrap it up here and call this a good start for us hopefully kicking off into a somewhat more regular yeah Yeah. it probably won't be
0: be weekly but we'll probably go definitely try and get some guests for sure that was the other thing is like we were just so busy we couldn't organize guests
1: yeah, we even to, had guess. we had a f- I think we had a couple lined up, and it just yeah things kind s- didn't pan out unfortunately. Yeah, or, which happens at all. Yeah,
0: exactly, and obviously family and everything else. But yeah, like we won't be weekly, maybe fortnightly or something like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever works. So
1: no doubt the the people listening out there will try to hold us to it. Us anyway. So yeah. we'll uh, keep us on our toes, and hopefully we'll yeah somewhat come back a little bit. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That was good fun. It's been a yeah. while. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So we'd like to say a massive thank you to Eric and Owen and the rest of the NPR crew for having us. If you'd like to contact them, it's best to find them at moreliapythonradio.com and email them at info at moreliapythonradio.com. Make sure to follow the NPR network on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. As far as contacting us in our social media platforms, you can email us at australianhopetoculture at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Make sure to check out our po- our teespring store for podcast merch the link is on the facebook page to see more of what jason is doing make sure to follow him on facebook and instagram at the gecko effect and for myself you can find me on youtube facebook instagram patreon and teespring under beach of scaly beasts we hope to have you back next time for another episode of the australian Horticulture podcast good night everyone good night